This is the Build Your Path podcast, where we explore how people get into their careers in the built environment. Today's guest is Daryl Richardson. Daryl is the project executive at Plano Cowden and has been in the industry for nearly 15 years. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by CapX Advisory Group. Build with confidence. Welcome on into the Build Your Path podcast. I am your host, Matthew Pine, and my guest today is... Daryl Richardson, Project Executive for Plano County Construction. So, Daryl, thank you so much for uh, joining the show. It's our pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you guys uh, thinking enough of me to actually invite me to be a part. Absolutely. Um, so, for our listeners, just uh, if you don't mind giving an introduction of you know who you are and what you do. So again, my name is Daryl Richardson, and I'm a project executive for, I guess, Plano Cowden Construction here in Baltimore. Uh, Plano Cowden, you know, as a company, we have two different two two divisions within the company: a large projects division, and a small projects division. And um, the first 13 and a half years that I was here, uh, I was with the large projects division, where I did a number of jobs for, you know, that were about you know 50,000 to you know 23 million. I did. You know, UMBC Terrace and Hillside Apartments and Community Center. I've done the uh, Baltimore City Animal Services over in Cherry Hill. Uh, I did the Baltimore Library, Langsdale Library at the time uh, for University of Baltimore. Um, in the last couple of months, I've kind of transitioned over into this uh, project executive role with our small projects division. And our small projects division does, you know, projects as small as 5000 up to $2 million. And, uh, I'm kind of growing in that role is, you know, overseeing a number of PMs uh, that oversee, you know, they manage roughly, you know, four to five to six jobs themselves. Uh, so I'm involved in all of their jobs. And then I oversee, you know, a couple of admin uh, coordinators and a, an accountant um, in our small projects division. So I guess on a personal note, you know, I live here in Baltimore. I'm married with two girls and I got, a, I guess, a, a third girl on the way in January 2022. Congrats. So that's me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so you just reeled off a bunch of impressive projects that you've worked on in the past. Um, can you kind of explain how you got to where you are now as a project executive? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a product of PG County Public Schools. I, uh, back then we had a, I guess, a tag program, a tag and gifted, and I was a part of that. Uh, and, you know, I know now a lot of high schools have a magnet, which is kind of different what I grew up with. But, you know, a lot of engineers will tell you that, uh, growing up, I was good in uh, math and science, and you know I was. But you know my my story is a little bit different than that. My father was a, uh, I guess an engineer for the Washington Suburban Sanitary Commission WSSC, mm-hmm. and my uncle uh, was uh, he worked with the, in, in the Navy Yard down in Washington D.C. And the two of them had a uh, I guess a home improvement business that on the weekends or you know after school during the times where I wasn't. Uh, you know, going to track practice or football practice or had a football game or track meet, they had me out, you know, working with them, you know, with the home improvement business that they had, building decks, you know, redoing people's homes, you know, building people's kitchens, uh, you know, finishing people's basements. And that's kind of where my engineering background started, just being able to work with my hands and understanding, you know, how things come together. And, you know, I kind of took that and took my talents, you know, in my academic uh, successes and went to Morgan State and, uh, at Morgan, I did a couple internships. I did my first one with uh, the WSSC with my father. 
mm-hmm. figured out that I didn't want to deal with uh, anything that had to do with wastewater treatment. Uh, <laughs> I did uh, go to Gilbane, uh, my sophomore year of internship. I did uh, internship out at Rhode Island with Gilbane, and then I actually went uh, with the Army Corps engineers in Wiesbaden, Germany for a summer. So, you know, I kind of realized that I wanted to get in construction just based on, you know, everything that I had done growing up. And, you know, I didn't want to go with either one of those companies when I graduated. And I found a, a company like Plano Cowden, uh that was small right here based in Baltimore. And, you know, I started here in 2007 after I graduated with an civil engineering degree from Morgan. Uh, started as a project engineer and went from project engineer to project manager to senior PM and the project executive now. So you just talked a little bit about your father and how he tried to, you know, guide you through your um, high school process, your college process. Have you had a, a mentor in your life? Yeah. I mean, I, I would say, honestly, my father is my number one mentor. You know, he, mm-hmm. he tells it to me straight, you know, and whether I like it or not, he's always there for some good sound advice. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll say that, you know, growing up, I definitely looked to my father because he was an engineer as well to, you know, guide me in the right direction. But, you know, outside of my father, I definitely, you know, I played sports. So those coaches that I growing up were definitely mentors, you know, those coaches and, you know, just, just sports in general are going to teach you to just work for everything you get. You're going to fight for every inch. And, you know, that that I've taken with me, you know, my entire life. I'm going to work hard and I'm going to outwork the person next to me you know, try to outwork the person next to me at all times. But, you know, just in my professional life, there's people here at Plano Cal and then I, I definitely call mentors like Cliff Milstead and Thomas Koch, you know, here, they're project executives or, you know, division managers or, you know, they have their titles and, you know, they're always open to guide you or, you know, give you some advice on, you know, how you should do things with specific jobs or just do things in your personal life. Uh, and then, you know, I had, you know, Andrew Hines, he was here as a project manager when I first started as a project engineer. And he was, you know, my number one and first mentor here. Uh, he told me, you know, kind of everything I know, how to manage a job from the beginning, pre-construction to the end and get through the uh, closeout. Uh, so I, I owe him a lot in that, you know, I still keep in contact with him sometimes. I don't speak to him much. I think he's at JMT now, but I, uh, you know, I really appreciate the, the guidance he gave me when, you know, I first started. And I'm sure too, like you mentioned, you know, being on some some sports teams, it definitely helps, you know, teach you to uh, work together well with mm-hmm. others, um, and you know that also lends itself well to leadership too. Right. Um, so I like to hear this answer from every guest that I interview, and it seems to be like a different, somewhat of a different answer every time. Um, yeah. Talk about your passion for working in the construction industry. So I actually love construction. You know, again, it started back. You know, when I was a kid with my, my father and my uncle, but I, I, I love construction and the fact that, you know, every job is different. You, you have, you know, I would say, you know, some of these contractors do a McDonald's and that's all they do is a McDonald's. But they realize that every McDonald's is different. Every project is different, though it, it might look the same. You have your different challenges with every job. And that's what I love about construction. Though, no matter what, the the job is different. And the other piece of that is that the job will end no matter, you know, it could be four weeks, it could be a year, it could be three years, but you always have a job that ends and you get to move on to the next one. And in construction, it's it's nice to see a job start 
the job end and be able to drive past it, you know, while you're driving around Baltimore or wherever you're working, you can see your accomplishments. I enjoy, you know, driving past the jobs that I've done, telling my kids that, you know, daddy, daddy helped on that job or daddy managed that job. So it's good. Mm-hmm. A lot of other industries, you don't get that. You kind of do the same thing for 30 years and, you know, that's what you do. But, you know, in Plano Cowden and just in construction in general, you, you know, you, you get to do a lot of different things and a lot of different types of buildings and see a lot of different things. And I've heard that before too. Like just people just have so much pride when they can like point to a building and say, Oh, I did that. Or I worked on that building or I right. you know, had a hand in that project somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk about a little bit more about Plano Cowden, um, how, you know, that's, that's been for your career, how rewarding that is for you. So, you know, I've been here 14 years. So it's obviously something that I like about staying here. A lot of my friends right. have moved on from company to company, but you know, I, I stayed here because, you know, when I graduated, you know, Plano Cowden took a chance on me. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm forever grateful for that. But, you know, Plano Cowden, I, I came here because I know it was a small company and a lot of these larger companies, you get into them and, you know, they kind of stick you in a, a, a specific category or you're, you're doing a specific division on every large job. And with Plano Cowden, I, I realized it was small and I wanted to be a more well-rounded project manager. Uh, as a project manager here, you're, you're able to see you know, things in the business development side, you're able to deal with proposals, you have to do interviews, uh, you're dealing with the construction as well, like if you get to that point, but you're also dealing with the pre-con and the closeout. And I think that itself makes for a, a very well-rounded project manager. Again, I don't think you get that in a lot of the larger companies. Uh, for me, I also came and, you know, a lot of the the things I remember, and I often tell this story, you know, even in our Plano Cowden, we had like a little history thing going on in that, you know, when I first started, we were a lot smaller than 2007 than we are in mm-hmm. one. And, you know, we used to always get together, you know, at lunchtime, everybody would grab their lunch and go into the boardroom. And it wasn't many of us. It was, I think it was 8, 8 or 9 p.m. We would all sit you know, and watch TV while we ate our lunch. And I, I remember vividly, you know, a lot of the people like Brett and Ryan, our owners, and, you know, the PMs back then, Tom and Cliff and a- Andy, talking about, you know, what they were doing with their kids uh, and, some of those decisions that they were making back then in 2007, I'm kind of making now, like, you know, whether I'm going to put my kid in soccer or put her in swim class and, you know, some of those decisions with schools and things like that. So for me, it's become a family. I enjoy being, here. you know, everything about it, the guidance, the, the, the family oriented, you know, you can do what you need to do to take care of your family as long as you're doing what you need to do to take care of your, your job as well. And I, I really appreciate the fact that, you know, I have a company or working for a company that's allowed me to do that over the course of the years. Yeah, I mean, it just sounds, you know, from the outset looking in, it sounds like a great company culture for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned, you know, in your 14 years, you've kind of risen up the ranks a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just curious, have you gotten the chance to work with uh, young people, interns, apprentices? And if so, um, what do you think that the industry should be doing to entice young people to get into the industry? So I've, I've gotten to work with a lot of project engineers and kind of guide them into being PMs. You know, some of them left, some of them are still here. Uh, you know, in my position as a PX, I'm working with other PMs. And then, you know, we also go to, you know, college fairs and we look for young engineers that are willing to come into our company and grow. So I've, I've done a lot of that. And, you know, one thing I, that I always, I guess, would tell them is, Coming into this, I guess you're not going to know everything and just make sure 
um, you're willing to open yourself up and learn. Uh, but the, the biggest thing to entice them to come to construction, I would think, would be just letting, you know, high school kids and and uh, and the different, you know, college kids realize that, you know, just more so high school kids that, you know, going the engineering path, going getting the engineering degree isn't the only way to get in construction. There's a lot of mm-hmm. great schools out there that are, are really good. And, you know, we need plumbers. We need electricians. And you can make just as good of as a life, you know, of a life in that, you know, going that trade school route that you could just become an engineer. School is in for everybody. And I think, you know, we have to just make sure kids understand that and uh, are willing to, you know, focus on their strengths and, and go the route that, that makes the most sense for them. Yeah, I think that's that's vastly important. And, you know, at, here at MCCI and with Build Your Path, we have this uh, pathways graphic where we show, you know, you can start out high school, GED, what have you work your way all the way up to a business owner. So there's not one set pathway. There's definitely many options out there. I agree. And then I like to uh, finish every podcast um, just to give a, a plug to your company. Um, so if people want to learn more about Plano Cowden, maybe they're looking to get an internship, um, anything like that, uh, where can they go? So Plano Cowden, our website is uh, pcbills.com. Uh, on that website, you can you can go into there's a, a section or a tab that you can go in to apply to our company. You know, we we also you can reach out to me. Uh, my email is drichardson at pcbills.com. Uh, or you know, we you know for those college students, we're we're always at the college fairs. We go to you know Morgan State's college fair, to Virginia Tech, University of Maryland College Park. You know, we, we make sure we get around to, to get to a lot of the schools like Penn State as well. And, you know, if, if you wanted to get an internship with Plano Calvin, you know, feel free to reach out to me. We have an HR department. You can reach out to the company uh, or you can, you know, go through our website. But, you know, I hate to t- always tell people to go through the website. If you could reach out to somebody, the contact that you have. Personally, right. Personal contact. So um, there's there's plenty of people here at Plano Calvin to reach out to that's willing to help you wherever you want. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Daryl. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. If you want to learn more about Build Your Path podcast or the built environment overall, go ahead and visit buildyourpath.org. Another big thank you to our guest, Daryl Richardson from Plano Cowden. Once again, this episode was brought to you by CapEx Advisory Group. Build Your Path podcasts are produced by the Maryland Center for Construction, Education, and Innovation. I'm Matt Pine. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.